Simpson, Homer Simpson, he's the greatest guy in history. From the coat of Springfield, he's about to hit a chestnut tree. Episode 61, Part 2, The Professor Frank Show. Professor Frank, Professor Frank will make you laugh, will make you think. He likes to run and then the thing with the person. Ah, boy. That monkey is going to pay. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And we are going to conclude um, our episode 61 on our retrospective of the past 500 Simpsons episodes. Which we never really get past 200, I think. We don't really, no. No, no, we do. Like 230 or something okay, like yeah. that. Good so, for us. Anyway, let's continue. Um, when we when we left off, we were going over um, each of our favorite five. I was next up. Yes. So, um, the uh, next episode is from Season 6, Bart versus Australia. <laughs> this could very well be one of my all-time favorite Simpsons it's, episodes it's ever. My, it's my top three. It, it is a brilliant, brilliant show. Oh I, love how, I love how Bart gets in trouble. He calls up Australia and has them accept the charges and has him go to check it. See if there's a like a oh, no, toilet the, the running backwards. Really go, yeah. Then he has him check like a Tobias. <laughs> Three hundred dollar dues. <laughs> But there's that bit where he's actually calling, Bart's calling all around the world, and like you know Hitler, you know doesn't doesn't bother to answer his phone. It was that guy who's floating on his house in a sea of lava, and then there's his payphone. Hello, oh! ah! <laughs> gets yanked in. Oh my the, god! The best is when they actually go to the U.S. consulate. And he flushes the toilet, and then they have a mechanism that reverses the flow. And he's like, God bless America, and he salutes the toilet. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> he starts crying. This entire episode is pretty much dedicated to shitting on Australia. Yeah. From their stamps that say, uh, celebrating 30 years of electricity. <laughs> Hopping Mad Collection Agency. Their prime minister is essentially, uh, you know... In, 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 a, um, in a in a tube, naked, in naked tube with a beard. beer. <laughs> hey, I gotta call the prime minister. Prime hey, minister. Prime minister. Hey Andy. Hey Andy. <laughs> your your gaffe couldn't have come at a worse time for Austra- Australia USA <laughs> relations. Then they show like all the the, they the, the, the subways. Idiot, the oh. an, the idiot energizer dude. Oh yeah. Jacko. <laughs> Yahoo serious oh, yeah. film festival at an abandoned. They had the subway with the Vegemite special. <laughs> oh my god, what a funny you episode. You couldn't make an episode like that. No. no. It's too because that was the early 90s. You couldn't make that. Now. Oh, oh no. Way too way too nasty. That's yeah. why I think they've kind of lost their luster. They because have, they yeah. were irreverent. Oh yeah, well, when they go into the bar, I'm like a coffee. Beer. Coffee. Beer. C O B E. That's not a knife. Give me this a, is a knife. 
That's a knife. That's a spoon. Uh, I, I see. see you played knifey spoony before. Oh, give me one of your great big beers. <laughs> Blam! <laughs> well, it's pretty, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. <laughs> or when the bullfrog stop heart hopping in. I call it a chess was. <laughs> These bloody things are everywhere. They're in the lift, in the lorry, in the bone wizard, and all over the Malonga Gildachuk. They're like kangaroos, but they're reptiles, they is. We have them in America. They're called bullfrogs. What? That's an odd name. I'd have called them chazwazers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, the, um... Good, we'll make our getaway in these kangaroos. Oh, this isn't like the cartoon. I don't remember all this mucus. <laughs> then the boot. <laughs> it's like that, you know, they, like, they kick someone with a giant boot. I'm sure it's a loafer. <laughs> oh, well, that was that was a parody of that, that kid who got a uh, cane Kane. singing. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Disparaging the boot is a bootable offense. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little kick in the bum. <laughs> That should be that, that should be on somebody's website as their as their slogan for the day. Oh, what the uh, the just barging the boot is a bootable Oh my! I'm gonna make that my Facebook status. There you nice. go. There you go. There you go. You, you pull your droid out. Let's do that now. Okay. The challenge has been set. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant episode. Was disparaging the boot? Huh? Disparaging the boot is okay. a bootable offense. He's actually doing it. Adam, take the next one. Yes, I'm. Uh, Stark Raving Dad. This is one of my season three uh, favorites. Uh, Which yes. one is this? God, this is where this they commit Homer to an insane asylum because he wears a pink shirt to work. Bart Bart uh, leaves his he puts his leaves his lucky red hat in the laundry. So Homer's getting ready for work and he go, he pulls out a shirt and he's like pink, pink. Pink, they're all pink. I can't wear a pink shirt. I'm not that popular. And he's like, how could this happen? And Bart reaches into the laundry basket and uses my lucky red hat. Clean as a whistle. You! And he's like, starts choking him. And then he goes to work and uh, uh, Smithers and Burns are watching the monitors. And they're, they're like marching in. Joke, joke, joke. He's like, wait a minute. Rewind that. And they're like, joke, 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 joke. He's like, who's that man in the pink shirt? He was like, oh, that's Homer Simpson, sir. It's one, one of the, the troglodytes in Section 7G. He's like, it must be some kind of free-thinking anarchist. And then they cry. He's like, these color monitors are paying for themselves. <laughs> hey, Dad, do you hear voices? Yes, I'm hearing one right now that I'm trying to watch TV. Yes. Are you quick to anger? Bart, shut up or I'll shut you up. Yes. Do you wet your pants? Well, even the best of us has an occasional accident. <laughs> so did I pair? <laughs> no. Ah! Careful, man. He wets his pants. So they, they commit him to uh, an insane asylum where he meets some guy who thinks he's... Uh, put him Michael in there. Jackson. He's like, put him in the cell with the big white guy who thinks he's the little black guy. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's I, just a great episode. I actually he, he gets the insane stamp on his hand, and then he ends up getting a. Uh, he's like, "Who's really insane? Not me. I got this, and it's a certificate that says not insane." insane. It's a friend of mine. There you go. Anyway, moving on, James. Give me it. <laughs> Give me it. Um. <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody has mentioned a treehouse of horror yet, um, and they are just a cavalcade of hilarity. Um, it, it, for me, it's, it is a Halloween tradition. I have to watch oh, yeah. one. 
Uh, Halloween House of Horrors 4 is hysterical. My favorite part of it is the the Burns being Dracula, because it came out the same year as Bram Stoker's Dracula, oh, and he had the red robe and the, his hair up in a big bun. Like Dracula his did. hair was really so... queer. I heard that. There's the boy! <laughs> Ew, this is blood! Correction, free blood! <laughs> the best part about that, though, is the ending. Where they're just like, we're all vampires! Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> it's even got Santa's little helper doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dancing like Snoopy. We have to kill the boy! Why? He's a vampire? He's a vampire? <laughs> kill my boss? Do I dare live out the American dream? <laughs> you must drive this stake right through his heart. Take that, vile fiend! Dad, that's his crotch. Oh, sorry. See, that, there are so many great treehouses. Again, the, the, the zombie, where uh, he, he, he shoots Homer's blasting everyone, and he shoots Flanders, he's like, oh my god, you killed the zombie Flanders. Flanders was a zombie? <laughs> Is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? <laughs> Dad, we did something very bad. Did you wreck the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. Uh-huh. All right, then. Great, great one. Any, any other part of that you liked? Or was that just the only... That was my favorite. In Terror at Four Feet. Yeah. It was pretty oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, you know I, I put this one down, but I, I also thought my favorite Treehouse of Horror one is the one with, with, with the two aliens oh. coming down and they get driven away with men by like guys with boards of things. <laughs> Kang and Kodos. Kang and Kodos. Yeah, that's the monkey's paw. They, monkey's paw. They get, they get driven off Earth with Ron, boards with a, nails. He's got a board with a nail in it. Soon they, they'll have bigger boards and bigger nails. Take this object, but beware, it carries a terrible curse. Ooh, that's bad, but it comes with a free Froger. That's, that's good. good. That's bad. But it comes yeah, in the choice of topping. That's, that's good. good. Because the the topping is contained in potassium benzoate. That's bad. <laughs> Can I go now? <laughs> Mike, what do you got? Alright. I've got Krusty Gets Cancelled. Oh boy. That was that was the first episode that had like a lot of just big stars. It was like the first gala season finale. Yeah. Was that episode... What season was it? Three? Oh, it was, I think that was season four. The finale of season three or four. No, no, no. I'm going to pull it up. Gabo! 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 He'll tell us what to do. How was that? <laughs> I don't know. Something about some guy named Gabo. <laughs> it does have one of the best scenes, though, when uh, Krusty's trying to do the ventriloquism thing, <laughs> and the mouth falls off the puppet and it freaks all the kids out. <laughs> He's like, it's just wood, and he punches through the screen <laughs> and he kicks it onto the stage. <laughs> And then, and then Bart and Lisa find him. We'll drop pants for food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that guy's giving away for free. The crazy old man dances. Oh, oh baby, he ain't what he used to be. Ain't what he used to be. <laughs> used to be. <laughs> oh, is this about that porno? Well, I was really nervous. Yeah, I had to like, admit. But I'm all man now. <laughs> uh, uh, no. <clears throat> Bad enough to hey, hit hey, yourself. Hey. Bad enough to hit yourself over the head with. Sure. God. God. Ooh, blood. This hey, wait a second. Steve Allen, you're Steve and my, stealing my bit. Hey, 
He stole that from Steve Allen. He stole that from me. And you stole it from Steve Allen. <laughs> and then when they were getting Bette ben- Midler, she's on the side of the road picking up trash. Oh. <laughs> and she chucks away. No! Get rid of you, Midler! Get rid of this, Midler! <laughs> Miss Midler, I can't believe you do this all by yourself. We're Americans. We deserve clean highways. You pigs! Oh no, Bat Midler! Now where were we? We were asking you to appear on Krusty's comeback special. Okay, tell Krusty he can count me in. It's time to take out the trash. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, and uh, Luke Perry was his... Oh, yeah, my face! My face! My beautiful, valuable face! (laughs) He lands in the pillow factory and then they implode it. He's my (laughs) half-brother! Do it for Dad. For Mom. Mom, that's right, sorry. Sideshow Luke Perry. (laughs) Are you ready? Sideshow Luke Perry? Oh, boy. All right, what's next on the list here? We're almost done, guys. I can't believe it. Uh, we got more. Oh, yeah. The City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Fantastic. After oh. September 11, 2001, they would never air this episode again. Because it had a big scene with, with the, the World Trade Yeah, with the World Trade Center. Homer's... Homer designated Barney to be the designated driver as they went be- you know, beard-binging during the... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duffman shows up at Moe's and poor uh, poor Barney picked the black egg, which is also how they picked the Pope. <laughs> he picked the black egg out of the pickled eggs. I'm proud to say that I've been Duffman for Halloween twice. Very nice. nice. But oh, yeah. Bar- Barney disappears with Homer's car. Turns out that he left it between the Twin Towers. <laughs> Wait, no. He pulls up in a limousine, and then they pop the trunk, and he falls (laughs) out of the trunk, and then limo drives off. Hey, uh, could you go across the street and get me a slice of pizza? No pizza. Only a clau Oh, shoo. All right, all right. Give me one bowl. No bowl. Stick. Stick. Oh, jeez. That's just awful. Mmm. Now. Why do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? Mountain Dew or crab juice? Blech! Oh, jeez. I'll take a crab juice. But, there again, Homer's relationship with New York. The last time he went to New York, horrible things happened. He got robbed. Woody Allen dumped garbage on him. <laughs> the pimps chase him. And then he, fall, then he falls into the sewer. And that's when the chuds got me. <laughs> well, anything's going to be bad if all you focus on are the pimps and the chuds. <laughs> Wait, they're on the bus. He's like, my legs, I can't feel my legs. He starts pounding him and it's the super tall guy behind him. <laughs> oh, but this also had, um, so while Homer's waiting to get his car from Steve Grabowski, Grabowski. Uh, Martin takes the kids to a musical. Uh, Kicking it, a musical at the musical of the Betty Ford Clinic. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh God! It's just—it's just so funny. And conspiracy theorists abound that they actually predicted 9/11 in that uh, in that episode. Lisa has a New York magazine 
that has the Twin Towers and the number 9 right next to it. Oh. Yeah. Come on. It's, a, it's kind of a far-out conspiracy. It's kind of like when you fold up a dollar, it looks like the Twin Towers. I mean, come on. I need a bathroom. No bathroom, just got a wash. No, <laughs> he's like, you got a bathroom in that thing? I'm going to take a whiz. The bathroom in one tower is out of order, so he's going to go all the way down. Goes up the other one, you just hear this... Oh. <laughs> is he pooping? No, he was peeing. He he, oh. dra- he drank too much crab juice. He had like a lot of crab juice. And they, like the guys in one tower, are, like really really rude, and the other guys in the other tower, are really really polite. Yeah. <laughs> What's your last one, Adam? Uh, you know, I'll throw out a season two. I know it's not everyone's favorite, but hey, this is uh, this is a pretty funny episode. Three men in a comic book. Hurry, Mom! If we don't get to the convention soon, all the good comics will be gone. Uh, what do you care about good comics? All you ever buy is Casper the Wimpy Ghost. I think it's sad that you equate friendliness with wimpiness, and I hope it'll keep you from ever achieving true popularity. Well, you know what I think? I think Casper's the ghost of Richie Rich. Hey, they do look alike. I wonder how Richie died. Perhaps he realized how hollow the pursuit of money is and took his own life. Mm, kids, could you lighten up a little? Okay. Mm. This is basically, uh, you've got, uh, you got Bart. Millhouse. you got Millhouse. And, and uh, yeah, Martin. Martin. And uh, they're trying to buy, they each want to buy Radioactive Man number one. And none of them have enough money, so they decide to combine their money, buy the comic book together, and then come up with this this weird custody plan for custody it. Custody plan of who gets the comic book, and then, you know, it's like on the, because there's seven days in the week, you know, on the seventh day they do best two out of three. You know? <laughs> I, I, love, I love it when they, after they buy it and they walk out, they're all trying to go away, walk their way. And they're away, all pulling it. <laughs> and the comic book guy is like, ha <laughs> does that maniacal laugh at them. <laughs> They spend the night with the, the comic book for the first night. <laughs> but they're all, like, staying awake just watching it. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. That's some funny stuff. Now, yeah, there's, funny. what's the subplot? There's there's something else going on in that episode that I can't quite remember. I, I don't really remember it all that much. It, it's season two episode, so I don't even know. It's 500 fucking episodes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I've got to look that up. up. I'm actually changing mine. You are? I okay. Am. What do you want? What do you, what do you, where are you going with it? Uh, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. Oh, what a great episode that is. And, and the only reason why I, I, I put that out there, and you know, we'll get to it afterwards, is because it has one of my favorite peripheral characters, Colonel Hapablap. <laughs> Colonel Hapablap. <laughs> Arlie Emery is the, does the voice. He does all the traditional stereotype. Uh, the stereotype. <laughs> I'll tear you up like a tissue in a snot factory. <laughs> What in the world, according to Garpus? <laughs> I want to shake myself. Well, find him like Garfield can find lasagna. I'm sorry, I told that to my wife last night. She thought it was gangbusters. <laughs> Did you find out what the subplot was? No, it's the whole plot. Wow. Yeah. God, before they actually used that's... the set. I mean, that's the brilliance of The Simpsons. For the most part, uh, you know, starting from season three and a half on... You start with one plot for the first five minutes, and it works its way into the main. And it changes completely around, and you yep. got something completely different. Well, sometimes they have like a, they have a plot going on, and then there's a subplot with like it might be a Bart episode, but there's also like a, a Homer episode kind of tag yeah. teamed on yeah. that episode. And now this one, I remembered something, and, and it, it came to me what it actually was: is that um, Bart's trying to raise money to get the comic book. 
So he's in, and Marge, Marge is like, you should, maybe you should get a job. How about a second job? And he's like, Bart's like, oh, mom, I, I really couldn't. You do so much around the house and taking care of Maggie and all. And Lisa's like, she means you, stupid. And he's like, oh. And then he comes up with the idea of selling a Homer's beer out in front. <laughs> Nickel beer and a sympathetic ear. And then the, the cops come over and they're like, do you have a license to sell this beer? I put a couple of cold ones on the house. I'm like, oh, I guess we'll let you go this time. And they walk away, and, and Homer pulls in the driveway. He's like, "Hey, boy, what are you doing? My beer!" And there's like empty cans all over the driveway, or in the yard. He's laying in the grass, like trying to drink out of the beer. Fantastic. What he goes to the little old lady to get money? Right. Right. He offers some ribbon candy. Oh, yeah. Boys love ribbon candy. Give him a quarter to clean out. Go ahead with uh, with yours now, Jim. Well. I've already pretty much told you the funny parts about it, but the, you know, there's the sideshow Bob thing I was talking about earlier with the rock you like a hurricane. Yeah. Of course, they dropped the song in, and or when um, they're like, "We we have torn this barracks apart, and all we found is porno, porno, porno." <laughs> and then Krusty walks by, "Hey, this is my kind of party." But they had the delegates of television. It was uh, Krusty the Clown, Do- Tom Baker is Doctor Who, yeah. and Urkel. <laughs> And yes, I realize that I realize the uh, iron the irony of of the, using a television to decry television. So don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to distract to distract you from the shiny things. Sorry to divert your attention from all the big noises and shiny things, but something's been troubling me lately. Television. Wouldn't our lives be so much richer if television were done away with? What? Surely he's not talking about VH1. Why, we could revive the lost arts of conversation and scrimshaw. Thus I submit to you, we abolish television permanently. Go back to Massachusetts, pinko! Great. Another great peripheral. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sideshow Bob is pretty awesome, and he, he definitely evolved. They've from, like, committed. They're committed to that character. Yeah, definitely. Are they still bringing him around? Every other year, they usually bring him around. Uh, one year, they actually had, um, they brought in, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Played Martin on, on Frasier. John Mahoney. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they brought the him whole, on they as, the whole, yeah. whole um, Sideshow Bob family. As Papa Twilliger. Twilliger. <laughs> nice. Mike, finish us up. What's your last episode? Homer and Apu. Oh, boy. Who needs the quickie mart? I do. Oh, I just love how um, he's so easily bought off by day-old shrimp. (laughs) One pound of day-old shrimp. I don't know. Two pounds. Sold. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Is this where where Homer has the giant cowboy hat? (laughs) And they show a poo picking up a hot dog, and he's like, there's like a hair and a fly and a bandage on it. There seems, there seems to be a, your hat seems to be emitting a buzzing sound. Perhaps there's a, a bee in your bonnet. Ah, a bee! And he takes the hat off and smacks it. It's just between me and you, cowboy hat. <laughs> well, time to replenish the hot dog roller. Oops. Oh, no, it is encrusted with filth. Oh, well, let's sell it anyway. Now, this is just between me and you, smashed hat. <laughs> Hot diggity dog, we've got him, Mr. Simpson. Now, let's... Mr. Simpson? One hot dog, please. Oh, oh. And then James Woods comes in and remains the quickie oh, yeah. mark. Oh. 
Remember that time you worked for, uh, for like three weeks straight? Yes, I thought I was a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to drink nectar out of Sanjay's, Sanjay's head. <laughs> There's a character they, they just forgot about. Sanjay. Sanjay. Hey, they always throw in some of the kids randomly. Like, there's there's one episode where uh, uh, Apu needs to leave his post, and they leave little the, the little okay, boy the in charge. Okay. And, like, they, the kid's got a gun. He pulls out a shotgun, he's like... Chuk, chuk, and the, the bullies are there, and they just, like, their mouth drop wide. <laughs> dolphin, cur- dolphin Kearney. Yeah, Dolphin yeah. Kearney. I, I love it when he's like, Oh, how I've waited for this day. <laughs> he pulls yeah. out the shotgun. <laughs> Oh god! And then the the great exchange when they finally when Apu goes to ask for his job back, mm. they go all the way out to Nepal. He climbs the mountain. You're only allowed to ask three questions. All right. Are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. yes. Thank you. Come again. He's like this. He's like this is the very first Quickie Mart. Really isn't that convenient? Master <laughs> dump on everything we do. <laughs> <laughs> the episode of um, where, where uh, Apu gets married. Oh, that's hey, episode. have a peanut. Don't offer my god a peanut. <laughs> Dear Apu, I think when they're handing out religions, you were off taking a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, two of my all-time favorite lines from The Simpsons, every Simpsons episode, yep. Apu has them. Or, yeah. Actually, actually, I think oh. one time it's not Apu, it's... Uh, it's like a Pooh's cousin that lives in works at a quick Sanjay. Market. Sanjay. Yeah. It's like... Any red-blooded flag-feeding American would love the M320. Celebrate the independence of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. <laughs> and, of course, there's the ever-classic, Silly customer, you cannot hurt the Twinkie. Or the one where Jasper is frozen in the uh, thing. Come see the Frito packed with the Dorito with a floor that will not come clean. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we could go on and on and on. But we won't. There's too many. Seven days of episodes. Oh, there's so many good ones. So let's, uh, let's get into some of our favorite uh, secondary and uh, one-off characters. Chris did bring up two that he just wanted me to bring up real quick. Comic book guy and Ralph Wiggum. Uh, he writes, this category is difficult because there are so many great secondary characters on The Simpsons. Groundkeeper Willie. Uh, let's see what's been captured on the upgilt camera. Yeah, this loss needs a bit of groundskeeping. Ah, uh, oh, that's Willie! Krusty, Barney, Mr. Burns, Moa, Pooh, la la la. Listen, Spielbergo, Schindler and I are like peas in a pod. We're both factory owners, we both made shells for the Nazis, but mine worked, dammit. He just loves them so much. Yeah. Does he want to have coitus with them? Probably not. Uh. Mike, who's your favorite secondary character? So... Oh. Go to someone else. All right. I gotta think about Jim, this. what's your favorite secondary character? Oh, Millhouse. Yeah. Millhouse is God. Take that, Mom! Take that, Dad! Send me to a psychiatrist, will you? Take that, Dr. Sally Waxler! I think, uh, yeah. And you even brought that up, how much you love him. Adam, who's your favorite? Favorite, favorite, favorite. Man. 
It's tough. It really is tough to narrow it's, it down. It's uh, the best part of the show. Yeah, the secondary it's character not, is always the best not, part of the show. It's not the... Stop, I mean, the, I, the, the, I'd the, have to say Wiggum. Wiggum <laughs> has always made me laugh. I mean, when he's like, wow, wow, Chief, those dogs really look angry. Yeah, I've been starving them, <laughs> teasing them, singing off-key. Me, my, mo, my, may. Me, my, mo. And then, he, and then he's like, no, we're going to give him the scent, and the dogs are going to find him. He's like, man, it's hot out here. And he, like, takes the thing, hit the music cloth, and, like, rubs it all around under his armpits. He's like, all right, boys, get him. And he, like, opens the thing, and the dogs maul him, and he's rolling around on the ground. That sounded like an explosion at the old Simpson place. Forget it. That's two blocks away. Looks like there's beer coming out of the chimney. I am proceeding on foot, calling a code eight. We need pretzels. Repeat, pretzels. <laughs> Bake them away, toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Wiggum. Yeah, Wiggum's oh, it's a, great. That great episode, actually. You know, combining yours and, and Chris's with um, the episode where Bart had the play date with Ralph, and they go into which uh, Chief Wiggum's closet. And they grab all the riot gear. Riot gear. What is it about my mysterious closet of mystery that intrigues you kids? <laughs> uh, might you get one? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Apu. Apu is, well, Apu yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's classic. He really transcends the stereotype. Yeah. I mean, he, he started off as a stereotype, but... Yep. He is the... No, he is the stereotype. He is the stereotype. Yeah, but he's, he's grown into such an indelible character. Right. I'm shocked they can still use him. I'm shocked they're still alive. I think, par- and, and he's a Hank Azarian ca- character. Yeah, and I think all his characters are awesome. brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah he, who's he? He's Wiggum. He's a Pooh. He's Smithers. No, no, no. Uh, know, yeah, list, pull it out. The list pull is how long. I'm flipping to the Simpsons. He does Mo. the complete guy yeah. to yeah. our favorite family. Mo is, Mo is, my, is a Mo's my second favorite. All right, yeah, Mo is great. And, Mo in later seasons actually is a more interesting character than the original thing where you just fall for Bart's uh, prank calls. Hi, it's me again. I got another problem. Uh, this one's about my cat. Yeah, shut up! I'm asking her. Well, who's your favorite? Well, my favorite secondary character is Gil. Go ahead, drool all you want. You can't hurt that finish now. Rainwater, that'll strip it right off. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Come on, Gil. Hey, a red one! <laughs> Can I buy that, please? Well, you, if you... Uh, really? What? Hot, hot dog! A sale! <laughs> I'll take it from here, Gil. No, wait! Ah, oh, no, you can't take my sale. My wife's gonna leave me if I don't start bringing in the green. Come on, let me have this one, Stan. I'm begging you. Look at me. I'm begging you, Stan. Mm-hmm. Let's go write this up, shall we? Honey, you should have seen me with my last customer. I No, but I came so close. This guy was... Uh, whose voice is that? Is that Fred? Oh, you said it was over. No, don't put him on. It... Hello, Fred. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Yo, Yo no, that... he's not a... Se- he's he... a... He's... He's he's not, a but he's not exactly a, a one-off. He shows up in a lot of episodes. Usually, you just... know, you know who he's based on. Oh yeah, he's based on Jack Lemmon's character from Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> you oh. can't beat a Coleco. I mean, did, how many do you need? A lot. Please tell me you need a lot. I really need this. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be Gil's lucky day. Oh, <laughs> oh, I just paid for that hot plate. <laughs> 
I just said to I'll stay off the south side. You scare me. The, the the silhouettes and the index. Yeah. Are all from Treehouse of Horror. Pretty much. Dead or Tatum. Yeah, Dead or Tatum. Lard lad. Lard lad. <laughs> oh, the uh, the, the gypsy. Oh yeah. Oh, um, what's that? What's that character's name from uh, Itching, Scratching, Poochie? Oh, oh, at the end, he like yeah. off. Oh yeah, later, Mr. S. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the uh, Fonzie ripoff. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Who, you know who my fa- my second favorite um, periphery character is? Yeah, Hans Mo Man. Oh god, the hapless <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so fun. I was saying Burns. <laughs> Otto, you gotta do something. There's a gremlin on the side of the bus. Eh, no problemo, Bart dude. I'll get rid of it. No. Oh, no. I just made my last payment. Now, what about one-off characters? Just characters that made one single appearance. Colonel Hap Hapablam. Okay. (laughs) Our city will not negotiate with terrorists. Is there a city nearby that will? No need, sir. We'll find that head case faster than Garfield finds lasagna. Oh, I'm sorry. My my wife thought that was gangbusters. Oh, that's that's a tough one. That is really a tough one. I mean, obviously the uh, Steve Martin character from Hank from Scorp- the Titans. Hank Scorpio. Yes, Hank Scorpio. Oh my God. Sir, I need to know where I can get some business hammocks. Hammocks. My goodness, what an idea. Why didn't I think of that? Hammocks. Homer, there's four places. There's the hammock hut. That's on third. Uh-huh. There's hammocks or us. Got that's it. on third, too. You got put your butt there. Mm-hmm. That's on third. Yeah. Swing low, sweet chariot. Right. Okay. Matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. It's the hammock complex down on third. Oh, the hammock district. That's right. Ready for the link up, Mr. Scorpio. Uh, Homer, one second. I got to take care of this. Very important. Be right back. Fine. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Scorpio. I have the doomsday device. You have 72 hours to deliver the gold, or you face the consequences. And to prove I'm not bluffing, watch this. Albert Brooks has done a lot of good stuff on the show. Yeah. How about uh, Llewellyn Sinclair from A Streetcar Named Marge? Oh, yeah, the John John Lovitz Lovitz character. I've had... Five heart attacks, and I'm hoping for a sixth. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is there? Oh, well, there's, uh, not really Seth and Munchie. They weren't that funny. Um, Good Lord. How could, nobody said Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders is a really tough character, because he's not, he's not that funny. The one funny episode he had was that episode where he was, um, he was going insane. And Homer... You might be the worst person I know. Whew, I got off light. <laughs> oh, it's Lisa Simpson, the opinion that nobody asked for. <laughs> At the end, and if and if I if I really dislike you, I'm gonna run you down with my car. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many good ones. Mm. What are you looking for, Adam? Um. No, I'm still trying to find the voices. It's in here somewhere. I know there's another one-off character that I really, really love. I just can't place them. They're, they're just too many. Yeah. I mean, what about I like Diamond Joe Quimby? Like... He's not a, he's he's not not a one-off. one-off. No, he's not a one-off, but he's a secondary number character. one? Patrick Stewart's the voice of... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My name is number one. 
Welcome to the club number 908. You have joined the sacred order of the stonecutters, who since ancient times have split the rocks of ignorance that obscure the light of knowledge and truth. Now let's all get drunk and play ping pong. Well, Quimby. Well, Quimby. <laughs> um, what was it, MacArthur Parker? From the, um, the Fish Called Selma episode? Oh. Where Selma had a, was um, going to marry Troy McClure. Oh, and his, Troy uh, McClure. Troy McClure. Yo, Troy McClure. Oh, and uh, uh, Lionel Hutz. Oh, you it. got it. All right, found okay, it. Oh. All right. Hank Azarian voices you guys ready? Hank yes. Azarian is absolutely the longest list on these pages. Oh, I'm sure he is. So we got Apu, Mo, Chief Wiggum, Comic Book Guy, Lou, Carl, Dr. Nick, Snake. <laughs> Dr. Nick. Kirk Van Houten, Captain McAllister, Bumble... Captain McAllister. Who doesn't oh. like the captain? Oh, it's... Yeah, you don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, the hot pants? Uh, All right, the hot pants. There's not a, there's not a man. There's a bottomless well. <laughs> bottomless Pete. <laughs> Come for the freak. Stay for the food. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Bumblebee Man, Superintendent Chalmers, also an awesome character. Yes. Professor Freak, Cletus, Legs, Akira... Dredrick Tatum, Bob Arnold. Nakira? I thought George Takei did Nakira. I think Nakira. whenever George Takei isn't around, they get... They, they get, yeah. Whenever he's not busy, which <laughs> probably is often. Oh, my. <laughs> Bob Arnold, Fritz, Vet, House of Evil Shopkeeper, Gabo, Doug, Dean Bobby Peterson. I don't know who that... Oh, that's the Dean. Oh. Brad Goodman. Brad Goodman. Be like the boy. Not just the seniors in the back. We like Troy. Uh, G.I. Joe. That's from the yeah, uh, Mel the Mel Mel Stacey Stacey episode. episode. Night Boat. Don Vittorio. Night Boat. Bruno Drundridge. <laughs> Pet Store Man. Jericho. Oh, Bruno Drundridge is from... Um, Bad versus Australia. Yeah. That's right. Shelbyville Millhouse, <laughs> Iggy Wiggum, Ox Rick, Jimbo's father, Doctor Foster, so Ranger Hippie, yeah. Frank Grimes, Frank oh, that's Grimes. It, Grimey. That was my other one-off Frank character. Grimes. That's only that, one episode. Yeah, he's yeah. one-off. Yeah. He's a one-off. Oh, that is. He's like I live below a bowling alley, which is beneath another bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> this place is a palace. He's like, oh, I'll just leave you eating your steak and your lobster. <laughs> That's my special dietetic lunch that I clearly marked with my name. <laughs> That's okay. Nothing will happen to me. I'm Homer Simpson. I'll just grab these two cables and... There's two songs. Frank Grimey Grimey Grimes. Grimes. Frank Grimey Grimes. <laughs> Grimey is as Frank as friends like to call him. <laughs> Oh, we I know. Could go, you could we go could on go on and on. on. How about the, uh, the... There there are a couple of hallucination episodes that I'd like to call attention to. Okay. One is the chili episode. Yeah, chili yeah. cook-off episode where he eats the... the Guatemalan insanity pepper. And, um... Find your soulmate, Homer. Oh, the like, best... Wait, what did you say? Woof! Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> was that bit, like, bit two with the, um, the, the coyote voice by Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Just follow me, Homer. Arr! Hey, what are you doing? I'm sorry, Homer. I am a coyote. I'm still a coyote. <laughs> He's like, I'm your soulmate. What'd you say? Roof. Damn right. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, 
when Homer is, uh, he finds out his middle, or no, does he find out his middle name? Yeah. Yeah, he finds out his middle name, he becomes a hippie. Yeah. He's hanging out with the two, and I can't remember their names. Seth and Munchie. Seth and Munchie. And, uh, he basically takes their special mushrooms and puts it in the juice, and then the whole, the whole town is hallucinating. (laughs) And, and when, when Barney hallucinates, he he hallucinates the, or there's a monster that comes out scaring the crap out of him. And then he drinks the beer, and the pink elephant, the pink elephants on parade from Dumbo, comes out and crushes the monster. He's like, "You've always been there for me, Pinky." <laughs> Barney oh. got no. Look at the. You know how many we have missed? Principal Skinner. Yep. We've missed Barney. Here's a here's a one off character we didn't mention. Batman. Sherry Bobbins. Hello, I'm Sherry Bobbins. Did you say Mary Pop? No, I definitely did not. I'm an original creation like Ricky Rouse and Monald Muck. Oh, oh. oh don't you, when she and, and Barney are like drinking away their sorrows, wasted <laughs> away again in my <laughs> Buy me a beer, two bucks a glass. Come on, help me! I'm freezing my ass. <laughs> Going back to that um, Guatemalan named Sandy Peppers, <laughs> you go to his tongue with a wax. With wax, yeah. <laughs> more please. I don't get it. <laughs> the whole town st- thinks I'm a chili wuss. <laughs> By this time, steam should be coming out of his ears. <laughs> if oh. Out of his ears if we're lucky. <laughs> we might have to, later on down the line, just dedicate an episode of one-off characters. Oh. This is, in secondary characters, this is too good, but we need to move on. Yeah. So, got everybody, thank you so much for your input. Chris, especially, oh. he did a great job. No, he didn't. I need to take a breath. <laughs> So, let's move on to uh, the next, the second half of our uh, segments with our countdown to the Avengers. What do we got, Mike? We've got the Avengers uh, Super Bowl halftime shop. The extended trailer. Yes. All right. I mentioned this during the gym Super Bowl party that next to meeting and marrying the woman of my dreams and the birth of my daughter... Watching that trailer may have been the greatest moment of my life. Really? Watching that just short 30-second trailer was the greatest moment of my life until I watched the extended trailer. Even the even the time you watched the very special episode of Blossom? There's never really been a very special... You sack of shit, there's many. <laughs> yeah, there's at least every other episode. So... How could but, you take Joey Lawrence and say that... that, that I mean, every episode's special with the with the... <clears throat> Yeah. Yes, abilities of I'm sorry, Lawrence. but even Joey Lawrence doesn't Whoa. doesn't stand a chance De- against Tom Robert, Hiddleston Robert, as Loki and Robert Downey Jr. Oh as my Iron god! Man. Blossom's actually mentioned in one of the episodes of The Simpsons when they're they go they go on vacation and Lisa gets friends. Oh yeah, yeah. and then they're spying on her and they're like. Lisa's with people, and she's dressed like Blossom. <laughs> Lisa's with people? I'm going to bark their world. <laughs> oh, that was when they were playing the Mystery Date game? Yeah. You got the dud. Hey, he looks like you, Poindexter. Oh, God. But yes, this trailer is... It's getting there. Well, let's just play it. Let's just play it right here. Yes. The world... Has changed. At this point, I doubt anything would surprise me. We are hopelessly outgunned. Mr. Stark. Captain, it's time. 
still believe in heroes. The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. I have an army. We have a Hulk. All right. <laughs> Apart, they we I still don't even know what the movie's about. I know Loki's the bad guy. We do get a brief shot, it's like split second of uh, the alien race. So scrolls, oh, the scrolls. The scrolls, yeah. Oh boy, they, they don't look like scrolls because they're like in armor or something like that. But kind of like the Klingons in the deleted scenes of J.J. Abrams Star Trek are just wearing like helmets. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yes, it's getting exciting. We've only got three, four months left. May. Oh. May. So yeah, three months? Excellent. Excellent. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Tented fingers. Tented fingers. Uh, now, moving on to our salad shills. Who wants to start this one? Actually, you know what? Chris did have something he wanted to shill really quick. Really? Uh, pants. If you love video games and are a fan of 80s pop culture, as you know I am. No, we don't. Then the following book is for you. It's called Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Oh yeah, he was mentioning this at the uh, Super Bowl party. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay, well. Check that out, folks. It seems kind of interesting. Mike, what do you got? Well, I've got two shows here. I've got a bit a video game I just picked up called Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Nice. It's kind of like a cross between Skyrim and Fable. And World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I've never played World of Warcraft because I, I, I picked it up myself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's really good. It's actually made by... A comp by a video game company that was started by Kurt Schilling. by Kurt Schilling, yeah. Oh, okay. Thirty eight studios. Yeah. Huh. And it's uh I guess it's the character design is uh done by R. A. Salvatore. Yeah, R. A. Salvatore and uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane did the graphics, R. A. Salvatore, local to Levenster, Massachusetts. Yeah. Huh. And a very f- prolific uh, fantasy writer. Yes, he is. Um it's I mean it's different from Skyrim in that it's based more on the combat. Yeah, the actual combat matrix than Skyrim because Skyrim, I mean, Skyrim's awesome. I mean, yeah. I've, I can't say enough about Skyrim. But oh, yeah, the Skyrim. fighting is clunky. Not, not, it's just not as smooth. This is really smooth. I mean, you can, it's, it's all done with one or two buttons. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really good. Cool. I bought it myself. Very well, nice. I, I traded in games. Yeah, yeah. So That's how you do it. What else you got? Top Gear USA. Okay. Now. I'm a huge fan of the British um, t- original Top Gear. I've got every single episode on my computer. What is Top Gear? It's basically a British uh, car show. Oh, okay. But it's so much more entertaining than just cars. I mean, yeah, they talk about a lot of cars. They big time into like supercars, like the Bugatti Veyron, Ferrari, uh, Lamborghinis, the Kami Nazi cars. Have you never, but, you've never seen the show? But I mean, it's they also good. they also do like these is really it on channel? complete. No, BBC America. No, they do have it on... Is it on, like, the Speed Channel or something? Eh, probably. I, think, I don't know. How's the teeth of the host? No. Well, they're okay. the, it's the American version. Yeah. Oh, you know what, actually, you know what makes the show really entertaining? Uh, not just the awesome cars and the fact that they push them to the limits and do things with them you really shouldn't, like driving them down the stairs and yeah. Yeah. crashing them into stuff. Is that they pick on one another? Oh yeah, big time. Like there's there's one guy I I don't know hey, the nerds names. picking on each other. I don't Get watch it. Out of town. I don't watch it enough to uh, know, I the, know names the names of the guys. But the the one guy they they always screw with him. Like okay, so let's say he's going to be the test driver for this car. 
they'll go in and turn the volume up on the radio <laughs> and then super glue it oh. so he can't turn it down <laughs> and then put in like some nad, like tor- terrible music yeah, yeah, they... so the whole time he's in the car and it's like they're going for like a three day drive across country he's in this car with the radio blasting <laughs> they wanna know what love is <laughs> yeah exactly they, they, did, they did that um, well they were, they were driving across like, the Middle East trying to drive from Bethlehem yeah. it was like a, yeah. a Christmas special and one, the one guy Richard Hammond he cannot stand Genesis. So they removed the... I they, don't know why. They, dis- they disconnected the radio. They mm-hmm. plugged it into a, nothing but best of Genesis. And they, and they, He's so, listening to Invisible Touch. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the later the worser. But the U.S. version, it lacks some of that wit and charm, but it's still very fun. It's got... Um, it's got... Uh, a- uh, Adam Ferrara. Yep. Um, it's got uh, T- Tanner Faust, you know, race car driver, and it's got um, Rutledge Wood. He's like a NASCAR announcer, hmm. and they just they do a lot of the same stuff that they do on the BBC show. But yeah, they, it's definitely got an American twist. Where like they they do it, they do this one show where they trying to find the toughest truck mm-hmm. that America makes. And so they take it up to um, to Alaska, okay. and they're going completely off across country. <laughs> they're trying to go to like this glacier. Huh. Interesting. They, you know, they try. They have to like build houses on the back of their trucks, and they keep wrecking the other guys' houses. Ugh. Which one was the toughest truck? Uh oh, it was like a swamp truck. It was. It was like a, a smurf, over. It was like a Smurf blue Chevrolet, I think. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Adam, what you got? I uh, you know. I think I'd like to shill the Michael Jackson experience for the Wii. <laughs> have you guys played it? No, I have not. Now, I heard about this game, and I was like, my God. Body's not even cold, <laughs> and they're already <laughs> making terrible decisions on his behalf. They don't have children going to Neverland in this, do they? No. However, we had a couple of my... We had my friend's kids for a day, um... As a Christmas gift to them and to the parents, obviously, take their kids off the hands for a day. And they insisted on playing this game. Really? And I'm like, all right. Because they, apparently they got it with their Wii for, for Christmas from Santa. So they wanted to play the game. And I'm like, all right, the kids want to play it. I'll, I'll, you know, set it up and put it on the Wii. So I did. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. It, they, the songs are great. It's all the great songs. And all right. some that I've never heard. And it's it's basically like a you know you're you're, you're mimicking Michael or you can mimic his backup dancers and it's not like just Michael Jackson it's like this ghostly silhouette and the outfits match the song relative to like the videos or the um, what you're mentioning right now sounds absolutely horrifying. Okay. I would so own Smooth Criminal. You, 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 you gotta actually like. That's why I'm shilling it. You should give it a chance because it's actually pretty fun. All right. It does sound crappy, and the concept sounds like the worst idea in the world. But I hate it was to see actually... the unlock scenes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've unlocked Jesus shoes. What does that mean? Anyway, I am not doing. You are not alone, though. Yeah. No. Oh God. <laughs> you are not alone. You are not alone. Jim, what do you got? Well, I just finished reading a book. It's called This is a Call, and it is the biography of the lead singer of one of my absolute favorite bands of all Genesis. time. Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> I mean, he's a badass. He wore a suit with sneakers. Um, uh, Dave Grohl, lead singer of the Foo Fighters, and it talks mm. about his days as a teenager in the D.C. area, you know, 
you know, living through the uh, the underground punk movement and then being, um, then getting the drumming gig with Nirvana and then you know obviously becoming the greatest band in existence. Well, yeah, one and of then them. becoming a Muppet. No, oh, that's true. He was a Muppet. That's a Muppet. He was Animal, the Muppet. Oh, that's right. He was a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's 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 a good read because he's a pretty interesting dude. Yeah, I mean, he's very funny. Talk about a guy who has seen everything and has been through everything. I mean, he is part of one of the great tragedies in rock and roll history, and then he turned it around, went from... I mean, if you really think about it, he was part of a band that was this real counterculture, nihilist band. Yeah. And then he went to a happy-go-lucky rock band, and he was incredibly, incredibly successful in both. He was able to transcend his style. And I always found that really interesting about him. But it's a, it's a really good read. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. Well, you can't, so piss off. Oh, sorry, sorry. So well, You um, can't. I only have one thing to shill, and that is season three of Archer on FX. Uh, the animated spy comedy is back, and he's as clueless as ever. In fact, this last episode, apart from the fact that his mother, who's voiced by Jessica Walter from Arrested mm-hmm. Development... Um, she pretty much had herself a black manservant for the entire episode and was treating him like garbage the entire time. Oh, like trying to tip him in buttons and everything. <laughs> there was this, this little subplot about this little ocelot that was tagging along that that had be kept in its own little train car because it reeked of piss. And every time that, hey, little guy was, oh, God! Oh, oh, he just got peed on! Is that piss? Yes! <laughs> Why are you being such a little dick? <laughs> Is that piss? Is that piss? Oh, it's just—it's it, it, hard for me to describe it because he—he's he's clueless. He's—it's—it's it's a super violent show as well. Lots of headshots, lots of people getting shot up, and stupid things happening. Aisha, uh, was it was it was Aisha Tyler? She was on. Uh, she was in Twenty Four. She used to do the soup before. Yeah, I know uh, she is. Yeah, yeah she does. Vo- she does the voice work. Chris Parnell, Judy Greer. It's, it's excellent. Check it out on FX. So, oh, gentlemen, that's a pretty good episode. Yeah. yeah, we got this one down under the hour too. I'm glad we split it up though. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So anyway, next episode we're going to be talking about comic strips, like Little Lulu, like Little yeah. Lulu. Oh great! <laughs> the uh, best and the. A very, there very are going to be worst. so many, so many of the worst, mm-hmm. and like three of the best. Marmaduke, you crazy! <laughs> Andy Cap, you white being drunk. drunk. I used to like Crankshaft, that cranky old bus driver. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that on episode sixty-three. So, if you want to get in on the action, you can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Send us a Twitter, a tweet at geeksaladradio at Twitter. Stop that. <laughs> Andy's getting molested right now. I, I, yeah, seriously. Mike is horrible. Michael is... Jackson, stop it. <laughs> and Bella. <laughs> His hands are clean. You can also check out our archive either at the iTunes store, keyword Geek Salad, or you can check out our entire webpage at geeksalad.podbean.com where we will definitely be posting as many videos as we could possibly try for this week's episode. As well Don't as you Trailer worry. Park. Don't you worry. I got something. To All right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. Have a fun, you.
lost heads like we used to, but we have our ways. Oh, you got it. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was a style at the time. <laughs>